0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Hummus Tailgate Party. I'm your host, Thomas Jackson, and we have a very special guest, my sister, Caroline McClellan, Mouth of the South Knight here to uh, join us in our first off-season podcast of the 2023 calendar year. We are doing a long-awaited hummus taste test event, and then Caroline is going to give us all the latest and greatest details on the pop culture roundup in the world of sports. So sit back, enjoy, and we will explain the hummus tasting right now. So I bought four common store-bought hummuses. They are Boar's Head... Ithaca, Cedars, and Sabra, you can find them not in all grocery stores, but in basically any city, you'll be able to find some of these in one grocery store, Cedars, might be more of a Whole Foods thing, whereas Boar's Head and Sabra, and normally Ithaca, you can find pretty much anywhere in your local convenience grocer. So I know all of these very well, near and dear to my heart, so I know what we are going to be trying. But Caroline, she knows the four brands, but she's going to be doing a blind taste test that I have uh, situated for her. Our three choices of dippers are my two favorite pita chippers, uh, the Stacy's Thin Pita Chips, and the um, what brand are these pretzel things? Yeah. Yeah. The thin pretzel crisps in the blue bag. You've seen them. You love them. And then my favorite healthier dipper is cucumbers. So I have a bunch of those cut up as well. Me personally, normally I like to drown my hummus in olive oil, but I didn't do that just so we can see uh, what these hummuses are like straight out of the tub. So Caroline, I'll kick it over to you for a second before we get it going. Um, Thank you so much for joining the podcast. It's been a long time coming. Any thoughts before we get started here?
1: Um, you know, I have my heart and soul set on Boar's Head. I actually introduced Jackson to Boar's Head because he's always been a Sabra stand and you actually couldn't feed me Sabra on my deathbed (laughs) to where I would enjoy it. And he doubted me for a minute. And then, you know, he gave in and quickly admitted that Boar's Head is a fan favorite. Um, so we're going to be rating, taste, and texture. Um, I'm going to be guessing which hummus is which. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be able to do so, especially just because Sauber tastes like absolute trash. It's going to be pretty easy to identify. Um, I'm going to go, I think I'm going to taste each with a different dipper, but we'll get started now.
0: Hummus A, here we go. Pretzel for the first dipper. I mean, it has to be Sabra. You gotta talk
1: to the mic. I mean, it tastes like artificial trash, and I know that has to be the Sabra. The texture really isn't as bad on the plate as it is straight out of the container. The thing with the Sabra is that the aftertaste, like, you can tell. It has a distinctive kind of, like, mildewy, artificial aftertaste, and... So I think for texture, I'll give it a se- a six because I'm actually We're a little. Oh, my God. My brain doesn't think in terms of one, <laughs> one oh, to okay. five. All right. All right. Ten, All right. Five. Texture, I give a six, which is higher than I would expect if this is the Sabra. Taste, I give it a, a three and a half it tastes better than garbage, but not much. So now we're going to cleanse our palate um, with some Chardonnay. The only way I know how. (laughs) I like to call it grown-up apple juice.
0: So I won't tell you which, um, which is which until the very end, just so you can't Use the process of elimination by the time we get to the last one. But we will move on um, clockwise on your plate to hummus B. She's going with the pretzel again.
1: I think I have to keep it consistent with the pretzel. That's a good call. So I know very quickly that this is the Ithaca. Because the Ithaca, no matter what flavor you get, always tastes very lemony. It's an interesting flavor. The texture is a little grainy so I think I'll give the texture a five out of ten and the taste I'll give it a seven because I respect the uniqueness of it but it's not something that when given a choice of other hummuses, I would go out of my way to buy just because sometimes I feel like when you try to be too different it doesn't work like you know stick with what you know it's not horrible, but I think it's definitely the Ithaca. And I've had I've had all the flavors of Ithaca. I've had the olive tapenade. is that what it's called? And that one is like too olivey. Yeah, I've never had that one. Um, the roasted red bell pepper is like it's okay, but I think that they have the texture off. I think that if they had the texture of a boar's head, like if they blended it for thirty more seconds in the food processor, it would sit a lot better. Mm. The flavor would be able to come through a little bit
0: more. Right. Yeah, and the I guess that's I should have mentioned at the top. I got the classic, just traditional flavors for all of these. But Ithaca, I don't know that they make one. So yeah. like the they do. Yeah, they do. Uh, they didn't have it in the store. I think I got this at Whole Foods. But so I got lemon garlic because it was the most just like mm-hmm. kind of basic. Yeah. But oh yeah, all the other ones are. Just the plain, original, traditional flavor just for consistency's sake. So we will move on to hummus number three now, or C. All right.
1: So full disclosure, you know, I've been on this boar's head kick for five years now, and Jackson told me last night, like, you're going to have a hard time choosing between the cedars and the boar's head. And so... He said he could barely taste the difference. I've never had the Cedars. So I'm going to have another bite of this because I don't want to accidentally say that this is Boar's head, and then I'll taste the next. It's hard because I, I, we're not – We are very
0: similar.
1: We don't have the luxury of going back and forth um, in um, this game.
0: You
1: can. You can. You can. Um, okay. So
0: Spoiler alert. You got the first two right. Yeah. So you, it's, can, it's let, so let's, y- okay. you can go back and forth on the last two because right. you – yeah it was the the first two versus the last two they were pretty like yeah this is the this is the most interesting one like which is which of these and
1: they look similar
0: because the they do look the texture is very similar the taste is similar whereas the like you can easily tell the first two it's like separate from the last two
1: okay i give this one number three a texture i give it a nine and I'm not giving, I'm not giving any of these a 10 because a 10 out of 10 would be like from my local New York city, like authentic Greek spot.
0: I will say, feel free to do so because like, this is all relative. Like this is a store bought okay, okay. ranking. Like okay, we okay. know like right, right, Softa right next door to me in Denver, the best hummus I've ever had in my life. Like obviously these aren't stacking okay. up to that. So okay. it, you know, don't, yeah.
1: Okay. I give, still, I give a texture a nine. I give the taste a 9.5. I think it's really fucking good. And it's something that if I sat down and I put a blindfold on, I'd probably dig to the bottom of the bowl. All right, I'm going to go to the last hummus now. See, that's got to be Boar's Head. The last hummus has got to be Boar's Head. Texture 10, taste 10. I think that number three, if it is Cedar's, it has a tiny tang of artificial taste at the end that you get from any type of thing that's been stored in a container. But the Boar's Head, I think it's an anomaly because it, it doesn't have that taste. It tastes so fresh. And I think that it's because if this is true, if this is, if I'm guessing correctly, it's stored, even their biggest tin of it is still small batch. And I think that's what really makes the difference. I think that when you put too much of any type of food into a type of container, it takes away from the taste. I like a small batch situation. So,
0: congratulations, four for four. <laughs> I thought you would be able to get it. I, I'm glad that the last two at least gave you a little bit of a, yeah. a think there because they really are very similar. So similar. And that's why they are my favorite two as well. And my rankings were almost exactly the same as yours. I'll happily eat the other two, Sabra or Ithaca, but as the ra- rankings will reflect, um, or the ratings rather, there is a pretty significant gap between the first two and the last two in my mind. So we'll take a quick one second break here and do the scores, and then come back with our one through four rankings.
1: So, we're ranking now. So, in fourth place, we have the Sabra three out of ten. I mean truly just bottom tier. you know, if you're stuck in the middle of nowhere and that's the only thing at the gas station it's It's fine, but I think that if you're if you really need a snack, just get some lays. like don't even bother. Um Third place, we have Ithaca, four point five out of ten. You know, why mess with a good thing? Being unique is not always a good thing. So I think that if they just kept it a little more traditional and blended it a little bit more in a food processor, they would have a much more successful brand. Um, number two, we have the Cedars, 9.25 out of 10. Um, this did almost stump me. I will say living in New York it is pretty hard to find Boar's Head. Um, it's normally carried in like local bodegas, but it's definitely not carried in Whole Foods, which is where I do all my shopping. Um, I'm really glad we didn't even bother with the Trader Joe's hummus because it's it's horrible. Every single flavor is just horrible. Um, so it's hard to find the boar's head. And now that I've gotten the cedars, I'm, that's what I'll be buying from now on. I normally opt for the kava, which is a little bit too firm for my liking so I'm glad I know this. And then, number one, obviously we have the Boar's Head. Ten out of ten, every flavor. Um, I've put so many of my friends and family members onto this. And like, if there's any legacy I'm gonna leave into the world, I hope that you know Boar's Head will cater my funeral, my wedding, whatever comes first. And I'm just, you know, I'm, you know, I will at some points in my life accept defeat, but when it comes to being right about hummus, it's definitely not one of the categories I'm willing to uh, be wrong about. Jackson?
0: So, um, I didn't think that we would be in complete agreement because I had a feeling Caroline's rankings would end up shaking out how they did. And I thought mine would be the same except have Boar's Head and Cedars flipped. But upon a third and a fourth tasting, I think my rankings are going to be the same. (sighs) I think Sabra, that's, like, the first hummus I ever tried. So that's the only thing I ate for a long time. And it is it is what you see, like, everywhere. Just, like, Wal- you can get it at Walmart, Publix, like... Pretty much any grocery store that has name brand stuff will have Sabra, And it's on the cheaper side of things compared to, like, Boar's Head and stuff. So that's what I used to always get until I started branching out the last, like, two to three years especially. Caroline did put me on a Boar's Head. Thankful for that now. Cedars, I didn't try until I got to Colorado because they sell it at Sprouts where they didn't have. They had Boar's Head, but not the other, like, normal hummus brands. In Ithaca, I didn't try until probably, like, 2020 when, like... Charcuterie board TikTok was huge. And like a lot of people will like swear by it and like. Yeah, and like so, like I think we're the outliers, but like I am in, in agreement. Like the Sabra does have like the kind of weird aftertaste. The texture isn't bad, but I'm also just so used to it. It's just kind of a familiar familiarity thing. Ithaca. So Sabra I had last at five out of ten. Ithaca I had, I had it five and a half out of ten because I've just never had. Like I said, this flavor was the lemon garlic, um, and I've just never had a flavor of theirs that I am crazy about. Like it's always interesting to try because they do have different flavors that you can't find with like most other brands, but I'm always just kind of like, and eh, like it's never bad, but it's never really good. I never finished the whole 10. Yeah. Like, like
1: wow. Okay. Moving
0: on. Some of these other ones, like Caroline said, like I can literally inhale like a tub of boar's head or cedars. Um but it's just never been that way with the Ithaca. And I've tried several of the flavors and it's always just it's just too fucking lemony. Like
1: I think the texture is too grainy. I
0: it agree. Makes. It is a little too grainy, and like I don't know. I'm not. I'm not crazy. Like my favorite is probably like the everything bagel boar's, boar's head. head, and I really like any type of like pine nut. I'm in the minority because I don't love the like red pepper, which like I like the spicy, but not like the less spicy. Yeah
1: i'm good i eat i eat chocolate after i eat dinner like i'm good i don't need sweetness in my hummus
0: i'm down for a spicy hummus but i've never loved the like sweeter red pepper and but a lot of people love that and like the sabra one is super popular but like it's probably my last choice out of the sabra and they actually just got the everything bagel but not anywhere close to
1: like here's the thing like if you're you know we're adults here if you're still eating sabra grow up like we all you know Like, you're doing your own grocery shopping. You have a choice. You don't have to subject yourself to that anymore.
0: Yeah. um, Find
1: food freedom. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And so then it came down to Cedars and Boar's Head. And I thought going into this that Cedars would be my number one um, choice here. Because that is, like, whenever I see it in their store, I'll buy, like, two or three tubs and just, like, stock up. And they're big tubs, too. That is one nice thing about them. Um, However... Upon trying them like three or four times each, just back to back, the Cedars and the Boar's Head, I ended up with a score of 9 out of 10 for Cedars because the taste, I think, really is just like a half notch below. And yeah, and boar's head, the taste was a ten out of ten, and the texture was a nine out of ten. So okay. I ended up with a with a nine out of ten for the cedars and a nine and a half out of ten for the boar's head. Because I the cedars texture is my favorite. It's just really? a tiny a tiny bit more grainy than or coarse than the boar's head. Because the boar's head is like as smooth as you're gonna find.
1: See, I was gonna say, look how much smooth. I was gonna, I thought you were gonna say the opposite. I thought you were gonna say because I I was about to point out, just looking, because they're right in front of us, the boar's head top, it is literally like butter. Like, it looks like cream. And this is more grainy, so... But if that's what you like, that's what you
0: like. I like the just a little bit. It's not nearly as grainy as Sabra or Ithaca, but I like the just a little bit of it. However, I do think... So, I, I gave the 10 out of 10 texture to Cedars and 8 out of 10 to taste. But Boar's Head getting a 10 in taste and a 9 in texture gave it a very slight edge. But I do think it is the best. And like I said, like I normally like a like creamier, uh, more smoother type of hummus. Which is, I mean, clear by how the ranking shook out. And I normally dump like a ton of olive oil into a hummus tub and just like mix it all around. Because like I think that's just like the best way to do it. Like that's how you get it when you're at like... A restaurant they'll they'll soak it in. and
1: salt and pepper and also a little trick is like if i for my i always make a greek salad for lunch so i'll do in my dressing i used to just do olive oil red wine vinegar salt pepper and like some um gray poupon mustard but instead of that if it's greek salad i put in a slab of hummus and it becomes this like dressing And the only way you can do that is if it's a quality hummus, you know?
0: Yeah, I've always loved Greek salad. That's, like, one of my favorite things to meal prep for lunch. And I've never done that, but I'll always, like, pack my Greek salad and then put some hummus on the side. And normally I'll bring some, like, cucumbers or something to dip it. But even if I don't, I'll just get, like, a big forkful of the Greek salad and then just, like, a little scoop of hummus to go with it. And it's fantastic, so... Choose your uh, your method of delivery. There's certainly no wrong answer there, but I think that pretty much wraps it up for me. Any parting thoughts before we get to part number two?
1: I mean, everybody, please just give us your thoughts. Um, unless you're a Sabra stan, then we don't need to hear it. <laughs> um, but I mean, if that's where you are in your life, then surely send it over and I'll send the name of my therapist. She's really excellent in healing childhood trauma. Um but other than that, no, it's, it's, I think we're ready to move on to the pop culture roundup.
0: Yeah, don't, don't get too down on yourself. Cause I was, I was a sober guy once too, before I was showing the light of other brands and everything. So, you know, people can change. It's, it's grow okay. Up. We can, we can, we can get there. Sure. Yeah. Grow up. Get your life in order people. All right. The pop culture roundup is coming up next. All right, we are back for part two. Time traveled a couple days ahead to Saturday, February 4th, 2023. We actually just got off of the beautiful slopes of the Colorado Rocky Mountains. Um, Caroline had never skied before, took a lesson yesterday at Winter Park, and was absolutely slaying the slopes today up at Eldora. Beautiful day both days. Uh, Mid-30s, mostly blue skies, sunny. Good friends, good vibes, good laughs, good times. Caroline, would you like to talk about your experience on the slopes
1: I mean, when it comes to anything, if I put my mind to it and I know that I'm gonna love it, then you know I'm very tenacious. You no, know, I had an amazing time. There were a few um stragglers in my lesson. That I gave up halfway through. It was really embarrassing for them, um but then the girlies kept going, and you know, we made it down the mountain and today was just amazing. I mean, I don't want to brag or anything, but had I had one more day, you would have seen me gliding down the banana trail. Black Mountain. Black Mountain. Black mountain. <laughs> Can we start over? <laughs>
0: Black Diamond. Um, she did a lot of them, if you can't tell, but yeah, she just, you know, long day. Early morning rise, not very much oxygen up here. So if she says anything incorrect or seems out of character, you know, it's just it's just the altitude. All right, so we're going to move on to the pop culture roundup in the sports world, something that I definitely need sister's help on. Um, we're going to start with the whole recent news of Tom Brady's retirement and the divorce that happened um, a few months ago. So, I'm just going to give Caroline the six on this one and let her cook. Unless you don't want to.
1: Does dad listen to this? Okay, because he really doesn't like me talking about other people's divorces. <laughs> okay, so, okay, great. Um, So, I thought the best way to do this was just to go through the timeline um of the divorce. So, On August 11th, we find out that he's taking a, quote, break from practice. Everyone's like, what the hell is going on? Everyone, like, considered them such a power couple. Um, I think he's a complete phony. So I was like, oh, thank God, maybe she's finally going to bail out on him because of his little, you know, retirement, unretirement stint. I thought it was completely inappropriate. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, just go to bed, you know, take your millions and run. It's so annoying. So normally I get my blind items. I'm sure your audience is probably not familiar with what a blind item is, but it's essentially just...
0: I am, but they probably aren't. So if you could just explain it just in case. You
1: know? A blind item is essentially um, like an anonymous post without saying um, people's names you just kind of refer to him like Tom Berry would be a list athlete or greatest of all time. Um, And his a plus list wife, supermodel. So you'd explain it like that. So blind items start coming out per NT lawyer. Um, And NT lawyer actually released an, a podcast or a Patreon episode the week that he announced the break and said, I, an, NT he is normally like very spot on with the drama has all the insights for anyone that doesn't know he's an entertainment lawyer in hollywood who's been writing blind items for 25 years um he said that brady was taking a break because he was doing the math singer i was like i was in the uh airport bathroom when this when i heard this and i literally was like this is just so not correct like if he knew anything about Tom Brady, it would be that he doesn't take an 11-day hiatus from preseason to do the mass singer. Like, (laughs) I'm like, come on, N.T., you're better than this. Anyways, so shortly after that, Demois, who's the Instagram blind item queen, starts posting blinds about them getting divorced. Um, So then August 27th, he goes back um, to start the season and she Giselle does not attend the first game so then this is when we start getting you know the first page six articles about their impending divorce there was and they a lot of magazine publications won't say divorce until it's confirmed so instead they'll say things like there's a lot of tension and shit like that when you just you know read between the lines anyways so then september 17th i mean the blind items between august 27th and september 17th were every single day damal was posting about it and i texted the group chat they're done the family group chat they're done i said you heard it here first tom and giselle are over okay and My dad sent the little side eye emoji, like, ooh, tell me more, even though, you know, he'll either say that or he'll be like, that's so inappropriate to talk about other people's gossip. And then Jackson said, want to come on the pod to discuss and I'll explain to everyone why you're wrong. And I said, I would love to. So I'm going to hand it over now to him. Um, So now you can tell me why I was wrong. You know, what was your evidence?
0: uh I'm not going to apologize for believing in true love so first that's first things first you know sorry for rooting for their marriage and their family you know People like you are part of what's wrong with this country nowadays, just rooting for divorce and chaos and the downfall of our society, frankly, but I digress. That's another topic for another podcast uh, with another guest, frankly, um, who who aligns more clearly with my worldviews. However, I believed in Tom. He's the greatest on the field. Who's to say he couldn't be the greatest in the household, in the kitchen, doing laundry as well? Um, I guess Giselle had other thoughts. I heard that she was cheating on him with some Australian surfer, which I, very offensive, very offensive to me, um, but whether I was wrong or not, I'm still not standing down um, for believing, standing up for something that I believe in, um, but I just would like to say that I am a man of my word by having you on the podcast regardless, like I promised many months ago. So what do you have to say about your values?
1: Well, it wasn't an Australian surfer. It was a Brazilian trainer. Um <laughs> who she who she's now seen often with out and about, and good for her, you know, good for her. anyways, so beginning of October, we have the official page six confirmation that they have hired divorce divorce lawyers. Um, and then october twenty eighth is when they post the unanimous uh you know Instagram post about their divorce, and it was filed and finalized in the same day. So as much as I hate him, I do have to give them props for being able to mediate this outside of the courtroom Um, because with that amount of money involved, I mean, this thing could have literally dragged out for the next 20 years. So it is pretty impressive. Um, Since then, she has started to work again. Like you said, she's seen out about, a lot with her Brazilian trainer. she Something sketch is going on with their taxes though, because she has been allegedly, she purchased this house in Miami. And for her standard, I mean, it's literally a shack. I don't know (laughs) what the deal is with that house, but something's going on there. Um, And as of this week, well, you know, this past season, he really stank it up. And nothing I loved more than waking up the next day on Monday morning and seeing that he lost again. <laughs> you know, his mojo just wasn't there anymore. He should have taken his millions and left. And he could still have his wife. The
0: vibes were off. Yeah. Vibes were so he's off. Family a family man. You know. <laughs> he needed his, his support system.
1: Yeah, well, he's, he doesn't have it anymore so i applaud her for getting the fuck out she's gonna start working again um she seems really happy and she's looking more sun-kissed than ever so i say it's the age of giselle goodbye tom brady and you know we were listening to part of my take this morning on the way to skiing and they were just talking about like what is he gonna be like as an announcer and I would honestly rather watch paint dry than listen to him commentate anything because I think he's such a loser. But Super Bowl trophies aside, I think this guy, like, I don't – I couldn't imagine someone worse to be in my blunt rotation. Let's just put it that way. Um, So he's retired now, so he has no job, no wife, (laughs) and a lot of money. So I'm sure it'll just be boats and hoes from here on out for him. Um so now I'm gonna hand it over to Jackson and we're gonna discuss our next super hot pop culture <laughs> roundup topic.
0: All right. Um on a lighter note <laughs> um so as you have probably heard, the Chiefs and the Eagles are playing a week from tomorrow in the Super Bowl. I think we're on fifty. Super Bowl 57. And with the Chiefs and Eagles playing each other, that means Travis and Jason Kelsey are playing each other, who are brothers from the same mother. Um, they are the first brothers to ever face off in Super Bowl history. Their mom has been all over Sports Center and the news wearing her jersey that has both sons on it or whatever. Um, but what I learned when Caroline landed in Colorado earlier this week is that the real interesting tea lays with Jason Kelsey's wife so tell the people what they need to know about this interesting developing situation
1: I mean this is so juicy and just honestly a blessing all the way around um first on his mom I mean the parents really just need to pick sides because (laughs) you know I I've never been a parent I mean I do have a cat um I don't have two children but I I I can speak from my own experience. Parents have favorites, all right? And I'm not one of them. <laughs> but they do exist within each family, whether, you know, parents are like, oh, we love you in different ways. Yeah, well, there's someone that you love the most and the second most. So I think the mom should just, you know, pick a side and stick with it.
0: I think kind of going off of, what was the, was it DeMoyne? de moi podcast that we were listening to the other day to the toast. oh the to toast. toast um they were kind of getting at this but i think that jason is the more mama's boy between the two. First off he's married and he has a kid on the way family man you know good values similar to myself um, I'm, You know, J- Travis is more of like a Caroline type of figure. He's a frat boy, pretty wild, um, publicly denouncing elected officials. If you saw the AFC championship postgame ceremony. Um, so just a lot of things that I don't really get involved with. But, you know, some people um, who, you know, may or may not be lower down the family ranking totem pole um, do. So I think if the mom were to have a gun to her head... You know it would be Jason, but that's just my theory. I don't know them too well personally, um, but he's definitely the less less well known player since he's not just always screaming nonsense into microphones like one Travis, but anywho maybe you can relate to him more on that
1: but I think that if the mom like really had to pick, she would pick Travis because she would say she would say, well, Jason has his family and his kids." <laughs> But also at the same time, you know, if she had to pick one of them, maybe she would pick Jason because if Jason was, you know, not here anymore, then there would be a family waiting. Whereas Travis, then, you know, <laughs> he may just have to find someone for his dogs or something if he has dogs. I don't know. Anyways, we digress. Okay. Yeah. The real, <laughs> the real tea is that Jason's wife is. Going to be thirty-eight weeks pregnant next week for Super Bowl fifty-seven. I hope it's the 57th. that we're not just saying. Hey. Okay. okay. Um, we were debating over the Roman numerals. Anyways, she is bringing her OBGYN to the game, so our thoughts are: a, how the hell is she going to get from Philly to Phoenix? Um. You're not supposed to fly because of the cabin pressure. I don't know a lot about pregnancy and air pressure, but (laughs) it can't be good. Even if it's a private plane, you know, I guess they could fly really low to the ground. We were also thinking maybe, since he's such a family man, just hiking up, you know, a RV and doing a cross-country road trip. I've driven from Alabama to Denver, so from Philly to Phoenix, you'll see the same beautiful um, southern Illinois and... (laughs) Nebraska, Kansas, Missouri, if you're lucky, <laughs> um anyway, so that'll be really interesting. Hopefully the baby is delivered healthy before the game, um a few days before the game would really be the most convenient for everybody, so she could still probably go if she really wanted to. But what we're really looking forward to is an on site Super Bowl birth I mean how epic would that be what so like let's give baby names if the baby is born at the Super Bowl Jackson
0: well maybe you do it after the first touchdown score maybe I mean he's on the Eagles so we have to do it Philadelphia related if it was me it would be Jalen Devonte Kelsey or do you like Devonte Jalen DJ D- or JD I mean I DJ Devontae, Jalen Kelsey that's what I would go with um as an Eagles fan the next week and a day um but yeah we're giving Super Bowl baby a whole new. normally it's the babies that are born nine months after a team wins the Super Bowl but if this thing popped out during the halftime show I mean that's yeah that's game over in the stadium
1: I mean do we think that Rihanna will bring the baby on stage. Can we wait? Can we get Rihanna in the box, birthing the baby and instead, cause her dad's not going to be able to hold her or her or him. I don't know if it's a girl or a boy, the baby, they undecided as of now, um, come out of the womb. What if we have Rihanna at the receiving end? <laughs> I mean, how epic, um, you were saying the best time to do it in the game. I think if, God forbid, the Chiefs are down in the fourth quarter... I mean, I'm sorry. If the Eagles are down in the fourth quarter, I think that would be a really good time to pop the baby out because then what are you going to do? Lose the game? The Chiefs are going to have the you know the audacity to go forth with winning the game when the Eagles have just brought life into the world on site? I don't know.
0: Well, and if... Maybe this is something the wife can figure out with the doctors, but if the Eagles are down at halftime or in the second half and need like a little boost, this is actually like a very like common well-known thing among athletes. Like after an athlete has a child, they get this little like baby boom. They start they like notoriously start playing really well. After And it's like, it's like most noticeable in like golf and like individual sports and everything where you can see very clear cut individual results. Um, but maybe, maybe if they're down, if the birds are down at halftime, and then the baby comes, maybe the whole team you know that ba- that that new that newborn fatherly glow will become cont- uh, contagious in the locker room and damn i think i'm just talking myself into picking the eagles here i don't i don't think i can go against this
1: <laughs> i mean so if there's any ladies listening what an even better reason to get pregnant because after you have the baby, your husband is going to just play so much better while you're, you know, taking care night and day, 24 hours around the clock. Your husband's going to start shooting a 60 when he goes golfing. Thank God, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Um. I am – my pick is the Eagles all the way. I have the honor of watching the game in Philly. So, for my own safety, I'm praying (laughs) that they win. Um, Nothing against the Chiefs, but, you know, Jalen and Devontae, those are my boys, and it's really nice to see their chemistry on the field. Um, And as of now, I'm a Northeast gal, so – I I understand that some people think the Eagles fans are trash, but you know, what's trashier than some Midwest <laughs>
0: Orange cinnamon, orange cinnamon roll asses. Yeah, God knows what they're eating for their pregame meals, being from the Midwest. Um, one more question kind of on this topic. There was a little bit of an um, outpouring of anger on the Twitter app a few days ago when the Eagles clinched their spot in the Super Bowl after beating the San Francisco 49ers and the Empire State Building. In New York City, who is home to the Eagles' in-division rivals, the New York Giants, the Empire State Building lit up green and white, silver, whatever, Eagles colors. Um, Any thoughts on this?
1: I did see Dave's tweet. He was so mad. And I think, you know, whenever Alabama wins the national championship, they light it up for us. And they're not going to be like, well, NYU didn't make it to the championship this year, so we can't do it. Um, no, I thought it was great. It looks like the Green Goblin. And I think that the only reason I feel like this is because I really don't have a stake in NFL game. But when it gets to the Super Bowl, I always like to, you know, choose a favorite because that makes it more fun. Um, so, yeah, it was really fun to just watch like people's feathers get ruffled Um I was, like, sending some Snapchats to my New York gals um, on Sunday when I was at the Eagles bar watching the game um, in my Philly shirt, and the replies were some of the following. Take that green shit off. <laughs> um, Mary told me, Caroline, Eagle fans are so trashy. I would not wish that upon you. Mm-hmm. So they're Giants fans. Um Which, yeah, there, it's, yeah, very, yeah, that ass kicking, I know, and during the game I was at Mary's house in Connecticut, her mother made us a delicious meal, shout out Diane (laughs) Morrissey, you can go follow her on Instagram, I think she's almost at 900k, so yeah, no, she's, she's legit, she just got a Simon Schuster deal, anyways, gotta pimp my girl out for a minute, but. No, Simon Schuster. The <laughs> no, no. The book publishing. Okay, she does make sister Schuberts homemade, but no, no, no. Anyways, right. Yeah. So we were at her house, and her dad, big Giants fan, was watching the game, and he reminded me so much of our dad, just like third quarter, turning off the game, going upstairs, silent, just, like, except he was very well-behaved. There was no, like, cursing or that we heard, and we were in the next room, so, you know, dad could take a note or two. Love you, dad, but, you know.
0: All right, um, before Caroline gets grounded even further from this podcast, I think we need to wrap it up. Don't want her uh, Uber funding to get cut off, so... Thank you very much for joining us for the Hummus Tasting and Pop Culture Roundup. I think the next time we will be online and live is for the March Madness Preview Pod. Probably my favorite one of the entire year. Um, So I guess keep posted for that in about a month or so. Caroline, any final thoughts that won't get you um, in legal or family trouble?
1: Yeah, I just wanted to uh, reiterate this is all alleged. (laughs) (laughs) alleged okay and also if you made it this far in the podcast if any Alabama fans are listening and you have a Jalen Hurts jersey please send it my way because I'm really not trying to buy a $150 Philly jersey but I just don't want to risk my life when I step foot in Philadelphia on Sunday um thank you so much Jackson also um (laughs) since we're in the off season now I was thinking that we could do a podcast episode on the best to worst athletes to date because you know athletes are like notorious cheaters. So if anyone's listening and they're interested in this, we're gonna put a poll up on the Instagram and just if you want to hear me back, if you had any laughs or anything like that, <laughs> feedback. Um, I don't take feedback well, but if it's anything like blowing smoke up my ass, I'll happily receive it. Thank you so much, Jackson. It's been a pleasure. And sayonara.
0: My absolute pleasure. Send um, any complaints to Caroline Knight, 1107 at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, guys. Love y'all.